0: welcome to the dr b show sponsored by 111 spa and aesthetics for season one i'm speaking with hispanic professionals and leaders in hr and business all with the purpose of giving back to our communities enjoy today's episode hi guys Dr. B here and welcome to another edition of the Dr. B show I'm your host Dr. Jairo Borja and in this week's episode we sit with Merati Simeon as we discuss her role with PepsiCo how she founded the Activate Conference and also she's a co-founder of Call of Me Forward so we hope you enjoy and enjoy the ride. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Dr. B Show. I'm your host, Dr. B, Dr. Jairo Borja. I'm here sitting with Meradi Simeon, uh, and I'm very excited to have you here. Meradi, welcome.
1: Gracias. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here with you.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, let's get right to it. So tell everyone about yourself and, and your role at PepsiCo and, and what else you do
1: for that matter. Sure. Well, I'll start with who I am because sure. that's who I bring to PepsiCo with me. Yes. So it's, uh, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I'm a co-founder of the Color Forward podcast, the founder of the Activate Conference. I sit in various board um, director roles and I've been, I'm currently actually the vice president for diversity and engagement at PepsiCo and I've been um, in HR for over 20 something years.
0: Wow. Good. Wow, pleasure to have. That was awesome. Awesome intro. So, t- so tell me, how did you land the role of v- uh, North America VP of Diversity and Inclusion? Like, tell me how you kind of get to that to that role.
1: You know, I will tell you that it chose me, and okay. the reason what I would say that it's because I've been an advocate of diversity my whole life. It's something that I was really blessed to have, actually, black women mentor me and guide me from high school. Through today, my mentors and coaches are Black women, and I will tell you that it's just something that has been in my life since day one. So as I rose through the corporate ladder, and most of my career has been as a human resource business partner, it was something that was part of my legacy everywhere that I went. I would build diverse teams and often developed and coach women of color. I didn't realize that I was doing that. It was part of my leadership um, capabilities, I guess. And I was tapped on the shoulder to say, hey, would you like to lead diversity for PepsiCo in North America? And honestly, at first I was like, really? I had never thought about it because I love being an HR business partner. However, it was pretty nice and pretty cool for somebody to come and remind you of everything you've done. And I think sometimes we take it for granted and we don't realize the shadow that we cast and we don't realize the people that we're impacting Mm -hmm. as we move through the organization. So it was pretty humbling for somebody to say, hey, but you've been doing this all along. This is what you did here and there. And I was like, huh. I guess I'm, I, I have been doing that. I guess I'm good. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so I would say it chose me. I okay. never thought about it, but it is something that I'm very um, driven to do my whole life. It's just part of who I am.
0: That's great. Great to hear. I you know similar to you, I have a uh, background you know, in my previous life, working in career services and mentoring and coaching individuals, giving them advice as far as where to go career-wise. So what, what, what advice would you give to someone trying to break into HR today?
1: What I would say is know where you want to go. So know your values, number one, know what you stand for, what you enjoy and what you don't, and build your vision. And if you know your vision, then it is easier for you to navigate where you want to go to in HR, because there are different aspects of HR. You have talent management, just like you have HR business partners or a specialization. So know where it is that you want to go. And the other thing that I would say is um, know what people are saying about you, own it, and then revise your strategy to make sure that you achieve your vision. And the final thing I would say there is HR is about people. It's about people leadership. And I can, if you are in the HR field and you're looking to advance in HR, the same as if you're in the business field and you're looking to cross over to human resources, it's about working in those projects that are enabling people to achieve their highest level potential. So whether you're a business partner or you're in HR, think about... Getting into some of those projects or some of those special assignments in the organization that are not only impacting the business, but how does how do you enable the people to make that vision come through for their organization? And those are transferable skills that you can take into human resources.
0: Great point. Do it. Do you advise them to like be volunteer? I always push for like volunteering, profession, like joining SHRM. Do you do you advise that stuff too? You think
1: is that a good advice as well? I do. I, I. I would, time that you have the opportunity to get involved in those networks, I would suggest it. The only thing that I would say is you got to be really strategic about your network.
0: Correct. I agree. I totally agree. I have a book on that, but that's another day. <laughs> that is another day. <laughs> hey, I want to pivot the conversation. <laughs> you know how to give a plug. <laughs> I want to pivot the conversation. So you know about Latinos uh, and you know us Latinos, right? So what do you think Latinos could do to be more involved in the conversation when it comes to DNI today? Um, whether it's at their business or whether it's for different ERG groups for their organizations, what do you think they could do to be involved in, the, in that conversation?
1: Now, that's great. That's a great question. Um, two, maybe three things. So, let me start number one by saying, is you have to engage in meaningful conversations. Right. And what do I mean by that is, if you have a seat at the table, you have to bring yourself. You have to question the status quo. I think many times we lose sight of the mission because we are too busy um, conforming to what society wants us to be. The other thing that I would say is if you're in an ERG group, ERGs have gotten the bad rep that they're only for networking. And I go back to saying, hey, networking is critical, but you have to network in a way that you're being strategic so that you can plug into the power grid. If you're not plugging into the power grid, we're just talking to ourselves and we're not going to be able to move forward. So I would say if you're if you want to engage in meaningful conversations that would be my number one advice, but also when you're at the table you have to you have to bring other people along and you have to showcase the other Latinos in your team. And to me, showcasing their performance, showcasing their work is, is probably more meaningful than just um having a, a social event just for us
0: <laughs> right i i agree i agree not just more than just uh independence day of some sort but just yeah meaningful conversations and you're right being able to showcase your other latinos that are uh, that they're they're performing really well
1: right and when i and, and I, when i talk about meaningful conversations i'm talking about um being vulnerable I'm yeah. talking about being able to talk about the true experiences that Latinos yeah. are going through day in and day out yeah. and talking to your counterparts who are not Latino about those positions. I think many times we shy back from yeah. those situations when we could breathe. we can actually be raising the bar
0: yeah.
1: and being able to bring something different that is so much needed um, to the conversation.
0: No, agreed, hundred um, percent. Want to pivot a little bit, still on the Latino topic. What do you advice do you give Latinos trying to either work for a Fortune 500 company or trying to start their own business? What what advice do you give them?
1: Hmm. The advice would be similar. Again, embrace who you are.
0: Right. Um,
1: do not conform to what everybody else is saying about you, because I think many times we are trying to get into the corporate world and once we get in, we're unable to, uh, we have a hard time being ourselves. I think the other thing that I would say is it goes back, honestly, if I had to summarize the whole conversation, it goes back to how are you plugging into the power grid? There are people in very powerful situations, I'm sorry, there are people in very powerful positions and sometimes we are just wasting our time um, not networking with the right people And, and that's, you know, you don't get that time back. So I will go, I would say, what are, what are some of those things that, what are, who are some of those people? How are you leveraging your network to connect it to the power grid? Um, Because there, there are only a few, you know, there are 500 fortune companies, right? So figure out who those people are and how you could get to them. And then the other thing that I would say is, from an own business, from owning your own business perspective, it's about going back to your vision and what do you want to do long-term? Because owning your own business is difficult. (laughs) Just like working in corporate.
0: (laughs) I know firsthand. It's not easy. (laughs) (laughs) Just
1: like working in corporate is difficult. Uh, But you have to know if you have that vision you can continue to work towards it without losing sight of it when the hard times come because having your own business, like I said, is not easy, but it is worth it. I think uh, also it, it keeps you going when you could look back at that vision and kind of ask yourself, this is why I do it. This is my purpose behind it. And that motivates you. That gives you strength. At least that's what gives me strength when I'm tired. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, same here. Same here. It's funny because we actually—I did a vision board a couple of weeks ago. Of uh, hey, what do are, what are I see my business in 2020, 2021? So it's interesting you talk about that. So the times where I'm not, um, you know, when I'm not when I'm down and and about where I'm knocked down, I always think about that vision board. I say, no, oh, I want that second house. I want you know, I want X and Y Z income. So that's that's my motivation. So similar to what you were just mentioning.
1: Absolutely, you yeah. have to have that in mind. If not, it is very easy to lose sight of why you said you wanted to do this in the first place (laughs) exactly
0: exactly and it's interesting second point that you mentioned uh just now and your answer is yeah i I, my whole thing is about networking externally but you're right there's a whole other perspective of networking internally and and leveraging that power grid and i that's a great point that you just mentioned earlier as well
1: it's both and sometimes the power grid like don't get it twisted sometimes the power grid is not the ceo sometimes the power grid is the executive assistant Because they're the ones that could get you in that calendar. So when I'm talking about Power Grid, you need to get connected to the people that can get you in front of the right people. Exactly,
0: exactly, exactly. (laughs) Hey, you got to be nice to those assistants, right? (laughs) right. (laughs) Hi, Dr. B here. Are you struggling to get rid of stubborn fat but don't want to have plastic surgery? 111 Spa Anesthetics Non-Invasive Slimming Massage can help you get the body you always wanted. 111 Spa Anesthetics can also help you when it comes to cellulite treatments and body contouring massage. One Eleven Spa and Aesthetics offers a full range of skincare services, including facials, acne, scar treatments, skin tightening, microdermabrasion, and more. One Eleven Spa and Aesthetics are trained professionals with extensive skincare experience and utilize only the best equipment possible. For more information, please visit their website at www.111aesthetics.com. That's one o n e eleven. E-L-E-V-E-N spa aesthetics.com located at 10 East Munaki road in Hackensack, New Jersey, 07601. And to make an appointment, don't miss out. 201-520-1777, 201-520-1777, 111 Spa and Aesthetics. Hey, tell me about the, co- you was a co-founder of Color Forward. Tell me what's that about?
1: Yes. Um, so with the work that I do, I travel the nation and sure. I saw an opportunity for, I saw an opportunity for, to have in one place, somewhere where you can find the powerful women that are sitting all around us in the United States. Yeah. There are many of us that are the only ones in the room. There are many of us that are the only ones in the table, black or brown Mm -hmm. or, or white, and there was not one place where you can find these women. So I wanted the women to know that they were not alone. Even though we may feel alone when we're in that room, you're not alone. There are other women experiencing it, and there are a lot of other women that are doing amazing things, not just in the business, but also in the community, I also wanted to have a place where there would be multicultural women. One of the things that I realized is to move the needle on women of color, it cannot be done alone. Like we can't do it alone. So we have to work in unity. And a lot of the, whether it's a conference or whether it is a network, they're either for Latina women only or for black women only or for Asian women only. While I know that those are critical, I think from a women's perspective, we have to come together as one. because together we're more powerful. And I saw Color Forward as an opportunity to do that, to bring anybody could go in and find a story on a woman that looks like her that um, has succeeded in, in the marketplace, has done many great things. And again, not just in corporate, but also in their personal lives or personal businesses. And that was the goal for that. So I came up with that idea. I talked to a friend of mine, Rosa, about it. And she thought it was a great idea. And before we knew it, we were just recording. And honestly, it's been, it's been such a blessing to meet so many powerful and inspiring women. They inspire me every day. I feel like, oh my God, I'm not doing enough just because right. they are, <laughs> right.
0: Right. They
1: are <laughs> powerful. That's all I got to say. And it's just amazing to see the great work that they're doing
0: it's awesome it's awesome now tell me about the Activate conference is that related to the same thing or is that something different can you tell me about That's that
1: something different so okay. like I don't have enough to
0: do um, <laughs> you of <remember> me now
1: <laughs> so, so this is what happens when you listen to all the when you interview all these amazing women right, right? exactly like oh I have another idea I have another right. idea right. what would they say they would say go for it why go not, for it. Why it? Why not?
0: exactly one
1: of the other things that I found in just the work that I do and working in, in HR, companies offer, or there are a lot of tools out there to for self-development. Mm-hmm. However, I know firsthand that what it is like to come back, you know, to combat societal issues or um, environmental issues or just the way we grow up and how those limiting beliefs impact our lives. And uh, many times we cannot leverage those amazing tools that these organizations offer because we are too busy holding our own self down. Wow. And one of the things that I wanted to do and the, the whole purpose of Activate Conference is really to what I call Activate HER. And HER is an acronym that starts for healing, elevation, and respect. If you do not face your fears, which many times are those limiting beliefs, It doesn't matter what tools, it doesn't matter how you move in the organization, you're going to limit yourself to your fullest potential. So I found that that it was critical for us women to be able to heal from the inside out, respect ourselves enough to know that we are enough, that we are smart enough, that we could do anything. And once we do that, the rest is history. Um, because we can make the impact, but if we don't believe in ourselves, it's going to be very difficult. So that's what the Activate Conference is about. It's about working on us from the inside out versus you see a lot out there, tools to help you grow externally, but not from the inside out. So that's That's really what the conference is about, September 5th. In,
0: that was my next question. I was yes. going to give you, what's the plug? When is it? What's the next, yes, <laughs> next September
1: one? September 5th um, in Frisco, Texas. It is going to be uh, face-to-face uh, okay. because I found that uh, everybody zoomed out. Yeah. And yeah. it is, we're going to have to take the risk. And, you know, it's going to have um, social distancing and masks. Mask and hand sanitizer because, and all san- that. Yes. It is definitely meeting those rules. But it's time that we come together and really start working on ourselves before we could give the best to the world.
0: Right. Cool. Where could people find your podcast that the Color Found, the co founding?
1: Sure. Absolutely. So if you go to my website, you could find everything there. So my website is um, merarisimian.com. So M E R A rysimeo And in there, you can find about the Activate Conference. You could bef- click on the colorforward.com, um, which is where you'll find the podcast. You can find me on IG, at Merari Simeon, or the Color um, Forward Pod on IG as well. But if you go to that website, can find anything you need.
0: There you go. <laughs> I appreciate it. Any any final thoughts? This is good. This is nice. One, two, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> yes.
1: No. <laughs> you know the only thing that um, the one last thing that I would leave everybody with is know that you you've been put in a position, and whatever position that you've been put in. It is critical that you understand how that's fulfilling your mission. Because if it's not, then you got to pivot, right? Yeah. But if it is, then figure out what is the impact that you're going to leave there, so that then you could continue to to move up. Uh, I think a lot of times we lose sight of that yeah. because we don't even know what our vision is. So I yeah. love that you did a vision board. So thank it's you. So critical thank that you. you do that yeah. because. Sometimes we're like, I don't like this job. I don't like what I don't like what this is doing for me. At the end of the day, that might be a, a phase that you need to go through or a path that you need to cross in order to grow. So yeah. keep your eye on that vision yeah. and do not sacrifice your position just because you don't have a vision.
0: Right. I Agreed. On that note, Meradi, it's a pleasure having you on on the Doctor B show. I really appreciate your insight, and I, this is a very fun. Direct, insightful conversation.
1: <laughs> That's all I know how to do. That's definitely not, I guess people like you, so direct. I'm no, like, I love it. No, I love
0: it. Way? <laughs> I love you. I love it. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to the Doctor B Show, sponsored by One Eleven Spa and Aesthetics. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and rate the show on your favorite platform.